Okay, we're in the middle of the sugya of Shmuel Salashin. The Chavetz Chaim is watching over us because of the way that we are watching our tongues. Pays Hashem. Last time we spoke about the Akdom and introduction into the idea of how chomur, how severe these halachot are. Uh, it's very, very serious, as we mentioned last time. Um, because at the end of the day, this causes many of our various to go up to Shemaim and be mentioned by the prosecutor, which is a very, very dangerous thing. Let us move on. The Gemara tells us that the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed because of the Sinas Chinam, which was obviously caused, as the Chovetz Chaim writes in Agdoma, because of Lashon Hore. That when a person speaks Lashon Hore, it's because he has Sinas Chinam. It's because he obviously doesn't like the people around him, and that causes him to speak Lashon Hore. And that's the reason why the Beis HaMikdash, one second, was destroyed. By the way, the Gemara tells us that in every generation that the Beis HaMikdash was not rebuilt, then that means it's that the Avera that caused it to be destroyed is still being done. Which basically means, according to the Gemara, if the Beis HaMikdash is not built today, we are still guilty of the same Avera that they were guilty of that caused the Beis HaMikdash to be destroyed. We are continuing it not to be rebuilt. Which means um, we have the Koyach through this Kabbalah de and through the Shmira that we will try to watch ourselves on to rebuild the base of Mikdash. Okay, that is what's going on. The um, Chavetz Chaim brings a Medrash in Dvarim Rabbah, where the Medrash says that when a person speaks Lashon Hora, the Rabboni Shalom Chas will remove the Shechina from him. Now that's a very dangerous thing. Nobody wants the Shekhinah to be removed from him. We all want to live with the Shekhinah. We want to live with Hashem. And therefore, says the Medrash, a guarantee to have the Shekhinah to be removed, Raf, is not to watch your mouth. Is to not be careful what you say. That's why it's very, very important. Now, the Chavetz Chaim asked a question. Chavetz Chaim wants to know, why is it, Malachim, why is it that this is one of the most worst areas that you can probably encounter, but yet people are so easy going with it? Of course people try and people don't want to speak Lashon I'm not saying people want to speak Lashon But why isn't it something like, it's so, it should be like a lightning bolt. <gasps> no, that's Lashon I can't say that. No, it's not that way. It's like, oh, is it Lashon I don't know. Maybe it's okay. I think it's water, right? I think, I think if I'll be classed with people, then it's okay. If everyone knows about it, it's okay. Like we come up with a tayelet, meaning a tayelet that we speak about. It's so horrible. It's like you're walking on a tightrope between Twin Towers at cell number one and Twin Towers at cell number two, where you might die. Well, that's what's happening over here. The Hobbit Chaim is telling us that this is one of the worst areas that can exist in Klalus, so we don't have a Beisam Mikdash. By the way, that, Raf, if we don't have a Beisam Mikdash, the Tsaurus that we go through is mainly because of that. Because if we had a Beisam Mikdash, we'd have the Urim Vatumim, we'd have the Avoida, which means we have the. Um, Korbanus. The Korbanus are a kapora for Klal Yisrael. So therefore, if we don't have all of these things, we suffer with much of what we suffer with in, in, in our Golas. So many of the Tzoros that Klal Yisrael are going through, Adar Yomazer, and we don't have to look far, there's many, many Tzoros, is because we don't have a base of English. So it should be something that's so basic. should be a basic thing. In other words, how many people that are, grow up from religious in normal homes, have a real taiva to eat chaza. A real taiva. I don't know. Right? It's, I don't know if it, I know, does it even taste nice? I have no idea. The Medrash tells us that we're meant to say, I really want to have it, but I'm not allowed because Hashem doesn't allow me to. But the point is, you don't have a taiva for it. A Lashon Hora is like, it's almost like a taiva. It's like a to say some good information, no? 
that guy in the back of the shul. Tip of your tongue. But why? That's the shayla. Why is it that way? That's the Chovetz Chaim's kasha. You with me? Asher, yeah? Every shul has that guy. I can't, I can't. I can't hear. Um, no, it should be everyone. All of Klali's souls should be so careful in this. Why is it not that way? Yeah? Menachem. What's Pshat? So the Chobetz Chaim has a two different Pshatim. The Chobetz Chaim says there are two ways the Sot and the Yitzhara gets you. Number one, he says to you, Ah, it's true, it's not Ashna. Which is basically one of the first halachas that the Chavetz Chaim teaches. For those of you that are doing it, yep. one of the very first halachas is Lashon Hara applies even if it's true. Because if it's not true, what is it? Rechilas, which is even worse. That's a different story. Zev. So Lashon Hara is a thousand percent true. You're saying the truth. Oh, but the Yitzhah gets you and says, well, it's true anyway, so it's okay. One second. And number two, the Sotom will get you in another way. And I'll say to you like this. There's no way that you're not going to speak Lashon Hara. We all know you're going to be like, no. So you may as well just give up. Give up the fight. Because you're not going to win anyway. So the Chavetz Chaim, those are the two things that the Yitzhah basically gets a person on. And we have to realize to try and stay away from that. You know, just by the way, just to mention one thing. We all are familiar with the episode that happened in Monsi, you know, a bunch of years ago, where someone that was selling treif meat. And it affected, it affected not just the people buying it, people eating in the houses the people bought it, the utensils, the oven, all sorts of things, right? Now, I'm not getting involved in the case because I don't know anything about it, but I imagine whoever was responsible for that was responsible for many, many Averis. Now, Averis are people eating treif, Averis of Kalim being... Tra- you know, you've got, the ramifications are wild and how far it went and how many people were affected was unreal. You know what? Make the calculation. You could say one sentence of Lashon Hara that will be worse than the guy who was selling tray for meat in Monsi. You will be doing more Averas with your one sentence of Rosh Nora by speaking against a community or a town or a country or a type of people or whatever it may be, and you'll do worse than that guy. So there we are like, oh, that guy, my gosh, he's terrible, and if you'd ever come near me, I'd kill him or whatever it is. But yet, we do the same thing so easily. We don't realize the, the, the effects of what this is. I told you once before, uh, a bocha that was over 30 called me up. He had trouble getting Shaduchim. So, obviously, we were trying to figure out different things. But one of the things he told me that he thinks he had a problem with the Shaduchim is because someone spread bad rumors about him, which wasn't even true. And he felt that every time he met a Shadchan or met with someone, they always seemed to know that information. So, obviously, he got around. It was totally unf- untrue. It was totally false. But yet, it caused him so much damage. So, whoever spread it, I don't know. We don't know. He doesn't know. But whoever it was caused untold damage of a boy not being, not being able to get married for a year. Baruch Hashem, now he's married with children. Baruch Hashem. But, at the time, it was tremendously hard for him. Now, where did that all come from? It all came from Lashnor. We don't realize what this can do. I'll tell you, Mordecai Meister, by the way. I've said this before, but this is, so, this is one of my favorite Meisters in Hilchah Shmir, Listen to this. I heard this from the person who was a dying in the basin that we are discussing the story. He was there at the time. He told me the Meister goes like this. He said there was a fight that broke out between two neighbors about an air conditioning unit. Now, in Eretz there's always Shilas of living in an apartment building. Because everyone is in an apartment building and you often have shyness of noise, you have shyness of, of, of leaks, that's a big one, you know, something leaks into someone who has to pay, all sorts of shyness. So this was an air conditioning unit that was fitted for one particular neighbor and they put it next to the window of the other neighbor, again, which often happens because, you know, the windows are together, whatever. Now, the other neighbor was very upset because the noise you hear from the unit is quite annoying. So they were basically fighting back. Because before they decided they're going to basin, right? The dying that it was at the basin, sitting at the basin at the time, I heard this story from. So there they are. They're fighting in basin. 
two husbands, right? The two husbands of each apartment are standing there and they're fighting with each other. Like this one's saying, you put it there. And this one's saying, well, I didn't, there's no else to put it or this is the only place to put it or it doesn't make a noise or whatever it is. They're fighting back and forth. At one point, it got really heated up. Like the fight became like a whole heated up thing. And one guy says to the other guy, listen here, if you don't get rid of that air conditioning unit, my wife has a group of the neighborhood that come to my house every single week, about 50, 60 ladies that come every single week to my house and they go through the halachas of Shemir Saloshan. I'm going to tell all of those ladies what you are doing to me by not taking down the English unit. And the dying is sitting there thinking, are you serious? During a Hobbit's time get-together of learning the halachas, you're going to get up proudly and speak Lashon But the answer is, we don't even have. We don't even realize it. Half the times when we say things, we don't even realize we're speaking Lashon That's the problem. By the way, that's what we're doing right now. We are not going to learn all of Hilchashmir's Aloshan. Baruch Hashem, many of you guys are learning it inside the Sefer. We'll learn a little bit, but we're not going to learn all of it. It's like when I learn Hilchas Brachas with Yeshiva in the morning, right? So one guy came over, he's like, I'm so confused. Do I wash? Do I not wash? Is it this? Is it that? Is it that? I said, Do you want to learn something? Yes, I try to teach it as clear as possible. And if you do Chazor in the Shiv, for sure you'll get it clearer. But even if you don't, and even if you don't know every halacha, but you'll know what the problems are, you'll know what the issues are, you'll know what's a Shaila. And that's, that for me is Gavaldic, because if you know what's a Shaila, hopefully you have someone to ask. It's the same thing over here. The problem we have with Shmir Saloshan is we don't chap half the things we say, no. We don't even realize. So we do it without even realizing it. If we would realize it, we'd be like, ooh, that's not nice. And if we realize how homer it was and realize the repercussions and the ripple effects and everything else, how things can spread like wildfire. Do you hope that you can ruin someone's career? You can ruin someone's shana bias? You can ruin someone's chance of getting a shidduch or their entire panasa? Why? From one sentence you say which might be true or might not be true, but it's irrelevant because you didn't need to say it. Right? A simple idea, the Chobetz Chaim discussed this, of a guy I came to work for you as a painter or a plumber, or an electrician. And some your neighbor says to you, oh, I have a problem, is he good? Nah, eh, rubbish. Yeah, he talks a lot, doesn't get anything done, whatever it is. Now, it depends. Sometimes you need to say that because it's Lotte LS, because you don't want the guy to waste money on someone that's taking a waste of time. But in a case where that's not the case, and your stomach just messing around, he was good, you just didn't like him, or he took a bit too long, or whatever it is, so, and it's not Lotte LS, that you're ruining his whole career. Because he's not going to use him. Maybe the next guy's going to ask him. He's going to tell him not to use him also. Before you know it, the guy's got out of a panasa, out of a job. Can't support his family. Because of one innocent, so to speak, comment that you made. If we would realize the repercussions of our, um, of our speech, it would really, really change everything. That's why it's so important for us to realize how choshev this actually is. Now, I want to start now with some of the inyanim of how choshev this is. Um, okay. So... I'll give you just one last thing before I continue because I wrote this down. Somebody called me from Lakewood with the following. They started learning Shmir Saloshan, right? The Sefer Chobetz Chaim, which you guys do, a lot of you guys do, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing to learn. I'll keep it up, guys, because it's unbelievable. Really, really, really special. So this person called me and she said, I have 23 stories of miracles that happened to me because I started learning the Sefer Shmir Saloshan. Okay, slowly, slowly. 23 miracles. Okay, as a Maisha Again, how it happens, how it doesn't happen, sometimes we don't recognize miracles, we don't see them. They're there, but we don't have them. But the point is that um, tremendous issues happen for a person that learns Shemir Zaloshan. That shows us how Choshev it is to learn it and how careful it is we have to be to speak it. Now, not to speak it. Now, let's begin, Rabbi, so like this. The Chavetz Chaim, I want to go through some of the halachas. Again, we're not going to spend too much time on it, because like you guys are learning halachas, I want us to go through a few inyonim, shidduchim, all sorts of things that we'll discuss as well. And then, Mitzvah Shem, we're going to move on um, to some of the halachas, maybe of Pesach, whatever it is that we'll discuss. The Chavetz Chaim, Nagdama, mentions 
Many of the mitzvahs say, and loisah say, that a person could be overwhelmed when he speaks Lashonah, some of them are furish in the Torah, explicit, and some of them not so furish in the Torah. The Issa, right, it's very, very clear, even though we said it before, the Issa of Lashonah is even if it's something that's 100% true. Not only that, even if he knows what you're saying. In other words, even if the person you're speaking about knows you're saying it, still also to say it. Um, if it's not true, that's already Moti Shemra, Moti Shemra is a worse Avera. Now, um, the Rambam Paskins, yeah. You're answering my question slowly, but I wish over this year, but I had a question. I heard somewhere, I learned somewhere that it's less hard to even speak about somebody, period. Just like, well, like, So then what you're talking about, I assume what you mean is, it's not Lashon to speak about someone, period. Because if you're saying a nice thing, it's not Lashon However, sometimes you're saying something that can be interpreted in a bad way. And often, often can be the case. Chavos Kaimim is a famous marshal of a guy that says, oh, where can I get food from? I'm starving. Go to Ruven, he always has a pot of food on. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a beautiful thing. But it could also be, he's a, you know, a, a gluttony, big paltaiva chaza guy that always eats. So there's two ways of it. When that's the case, that's a shalavavak, we'll get to that maybe. Okay? But the Chavot Chaim generally has a klal. Don't speak about people. Speak about horses. Speak about cars. Don't speak about people. Because the moment you speak about people, not that you speak about it's going to lead to Lashonara. There's going to be something there that's probably Lashonara. And it's too dangerous to get involved in. Now, the Rambam says that Lashonara applies even if you're joking around. And even if the person you're speaking to or about knows you're joking around. That's irrelevant. We spoke about this, if you remember, by Nas Tvarim. Nas Tvarim is also when you, when you distress someone, even in a situation... That's a joke. And the guy knows you're joking. That's irrelevant. It doesn't make a difference. It also, by the way, this is a big mistake. People think that Lashonara is only bad if something bad comes out of what you're saying. Like a bad consequence. Like, for example, the guy loses his job, doesn't make panasa, doesn't find the shirach. It's not true. Lashonara is also even if nothing happens. Similar, if you remember when we learned the halachas of Yichud, we said Yichud is also because you may come to do something bad, but it's also even if nothing bad actually happens. It's intrinsically also. This is intrinsically also as well, that the Chavot Chaim says, even if you have no intention whatsoever to do or say something bad, it is Lashonara, yes. Is it Lashonara if, let's say, you're, recount, you're, you're, you're recounting something that happened, let's say, in class two years ago with a friend, and you were both there, yeah. and he already knows it, it's still Lashonara to repeat it, right? If, you could, if it's bad about somebody else, and yeah, you're going to reignite. Um, the Chavot Chaim discusses, even if you include yourself, I also did the bad thing, as well as you and him and whatever it may be. Even if you include yourself, it's not good. That's another way of speaking Lashon about yourself. That's a shayla. Very good. Excellent. That's a good shayla. Why not? Can you speak Lashon about yourself or not? No. Why not? The Chavetz Chaim wasn't sure. What's the famous story of the Chavetz Chaim? On the train. Right? You know the famous story of the Chavetz Chaim on the train, right? Which, which train story? Which one? Oh, there's many of them. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Maybe it's the same one. When they came over to him, have you heard the famous Harava going like Sadiq the Chovetz Chaim? And he's like, nah, he's not Sadiq, whatever. And it, how can you say that? After he found out it was the Chovetz Chaim. And the Chovetz Chaim wasn't sure, yeah, wasn't sure if Ramaisa was right or wrong, whatever. He has a topic about it, but Ramaisa sounds like he shouldn't. But I'll upon him. What about Ramaisa? What about speaking Roshnah about an item? This phone. Not a person, an item. My yes, you're, like feelings? your refrigerator. Should they have feelings? Why not? Oh, about, about what about? What about? So, Lemaisa, you should not speak Lashon um, about a chayfet, about anything whatsoever. By the way, Lashon applies to writing, or hinting, or texting. No, you should not talk to him. 
No, you shouldn't talk to him. You shouldn't talk to him. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. Let's move on. What? Why is this really like an hour? You should not speak Chavos Chaim about a chayfet. It's about an item. Okay. This is too white. Okay. Um, okay, well, lastly, a couple of things, Rabbi Sai. A couple of things. Non Jews, non Jews, non Jews, Rabbi Sai, non Jews. So, when it comes to Goyim, okay, the Chavetz Chaim brings the Posak of the Torah, Parsha Kadosim, Leiserech Rachel, what's the next word? Ba'amecha. When the, when the Posak says Ba'amecha, what does it mean generally? Oisa Maisa Amcha, that he's doing like you. And therefore, it comes out that a goy be'etzer would not be included in this. However, the medrash brings down that it's also to speak about goyim. Why? Because it leads a person to speak about yidden and the rosh. In Sefer Orchas Chaim La Rosh says it's also to slander any of Hashem's creations. Anything the Rabbanu Shem created is going to be osa in that case over there. What? Same thing, you human being. Human cars. being. Horses you could talk about. Why? No, meaning he's not saying speak Rosh Hashanah about horses. I'm trying to say rather speak about courses than about people. When you speak about people, you're probably going to come on to Rosh Hashanah. It's very unlikely you're going to come on to Rosh Hashanah when you talk about horses. Here's bad midas. You know what I mean? That's that's. Rosh Hashanah also could not say someone's name is Rosh Yeah, correct. If he knows who you're talking about, yes. No, no. So he doesn't. He doesn't know your last. It could be it's more makele then. Okay, I'm going to say, tomorrow we're going to continue some more interesting halachas. Be'ez Hashem, join us then.